Hey guys, it's Simi, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. It's Monday, January 24th, 2022. I want to say welcome here to the Pro Wrestling Unlimited YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter accounts, pages, channels, whatever you want to call them. Each platform talks about something different and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. We do have... One, two, three, four, five and a half stories on the dock today. I say a half because I count the raw review as a half story because only three things announced. But with that, <clears throat> still don't have my full voice back as you guys probably heard all last week and whatnot. But if you guys did not see it last night, I did review the world on GCW pay-per-view. I thought overall that show was really good. If you guys listened to my review, you would know what I didn't like on that show. Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela. But we do have that review up right now for you guys to check out right over on the PW Unlimited YouTube channel. Great watch. I think the review was just under an hour long. So, yeah, great listen, great watch. Me telling you what I thought about the show. And, hey, if you haven't watched the GCW pay-per-view yet, I do highly actually recommend it. I do highly actually recommend it. But with that, again, I want to say thank you for joining us here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Or Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe either with a tiered subscription just like Cold Cuts KC recently did, or with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, whether that's for Prime shipping or Prime um, video, I always mess that one up. I don't know why. Prime shipping or Prime video, well, take that Prime account, link it with your Twitch account, and boom, you got a Prime gaming account that gives you free games, free stuff for games, and always one free subscription to any channel right here on Twitter. No, Twitch. They both start TWI. Sometimes I mix, mix that up. But also remember on the flip side, you can help us out in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation just like Jack Dawson did. Or you can hit that join button and subscribe just like Jalen Montgomery did. Subscribe to get early access to a lot of cool things like news, podcast episodes, non-news videos, and so much more. And then always remember Epic Game Store. If you're buying something off the Epic Game Store or any Epic-specific games like Fortnite or Rocket League, it's going to ask you for a creator code. Whether you're buying that brand new brand new Rainbow Six Extraction, or you're getting V-Bucks for Fortnite, or claiming the free games on the Epic Game Store, it's going to ask you for a code, and you've got a code. It's right here. It's code PWUnlimited. Put that creator code on the right side of the screen if you're in the Epic Game Store, and help us out. We really do appreciate it. But let's jump in and start talking about some of this news as we'll bring you all the biggest stories over the last couple of days because, you know, sometimes on the weekends, you don't want to follow the news. You want to just unwind. You want to stay away from social media. You want to stay away from your cell phone and whatnot. And so that's why I'm here on Mondays to take the biggest news stories from the past couple of days and bring them to you. And one big one has to do with the Royal Rumble. We know that the Royal Rumble is coming up this Saturday. This Saturday, the Royal Rumble will be coming to us from St. Louis, Missouri. And we've got a lot of things that we don't know, like who's all going to be in the men's Royal Rumble match. 15 names 
have so far been announced for the Men's Royal Rumble match, and I'm only going to briefly say this. There is a image going around with a sheet that says who is in the Rumble and who will be eliminated by who. That's fake. 100% fake. I'm going to say that right now. So if you guys are like, oh, what about that leaked image that says so-and-so is going to be on or so-and-so is going to be in the match and this person is going to eliminate this person and da-da-da-da. No. No. That's a fake image. I was getting tweets about it and messages all weekend. And all I responded back was fake, fake, fake. It is not a leak. Don't call it a leak. A leak means you leaked something real. This is a fake. But what may not be a fake is a report by Mike Johnson of PW Insider over the weekend who did state that as of right now, well, this is actually as of last Saturday, so two days ago, both Braun Breaker, the NXT champion, and Gunther, the former Walter, are scheduled to be in St. Louis next weekend. St. Louis, the site of the Royal Rumble. Now, we don't know if this means they're going to be in the Royal Rumble or they're just scheduled to be there. But I would assume if they're scheduled to be there, there's a really, 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 really good chance that they could be in the Royal Rumble match itself. Why would you bring two NXT guys into St. Louis just to bring them into St. Louis? Now, I get it if it's a Raw or SmackDown. And you go, well, we're bringing them in just to talk to them so they can talk to officials or Vince or whatever. Or like we've been seeing with uh, LA Knight and Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa. Like we've been seeing with all of them. They've been bringing them in. And in doing so, they've been having matches and talking with officials and this and that and figuring out what they want to do with them if they want to bring them to the main roster and whatnot. And I think you don't do that on a pay-per-view. All right, my bad. They're not called pay-per-views anymore premium live event. You don't do that. You don't bring the NXT guys in for the premium live event. So I think because of that, there is a good chance both could be in the Rumble. And they'd be great surprises. And this wouldn't be like the first time we've seen the NXT champion in the Rumble. I remember when Andrade was the NXT champion, he was in the Royal Rumble match. So I think it's very, very possible that he is in the Rumble. Both men are in the Rumble. Gunther and... um. Braun Breaker, and I also think there's a good chance that both Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa could appear in the Royal Rumble as well as they've been working multiple dark matches before SmackDown, and I think they've each worked a match, at least one match on main event. So I think those would be a good, like, hey, who are some guys that we don't see on the main roster yet in the Rumble? I think those four, especially with hearing that Braun Breaker and Gunther are scheduled to be in town why bring them if you're not going to use them? Like, I can see bringing them with the intent to use them and then maybe something happens and you don't need them. Because I was told Saturday, because I, Insider put out this news, then I reached out to a source and said, hey, you know, what's up with this? Are they actually going to be in the Rumble? And all I was told was, extras are being brought in in case we need extras. So I don't know if these two are considered extras, but here's the thing. They are going to have more people than they need to be ready for the Rumble in case, just in case, say someone comes down with COVID and can't be in the Rumble. Say they have 20 people announced for the Men's Rumble or they have all 30 announced for the Men's Rumble and one person gets COVID. Then you go, oh crap, who do we throw in there? We didn't bring enough people. We only brought who we needed. Well, they're going to bring extras just to be safe because you never know. I mean, look at day one. 
they kept Roman Reigns off of extra stuff so he didn't get COVID. And then what happens? Well, he got COVID and had to be pulled from day one. So I think that bringing extra people in is a smart idea just in case you need them. You give them the intent of possibly using them, but you don't say you're in for sure unless you know they're in for sure. But yeah, bring extras just in case. And to Hot Rob Bubba's question in the chat, we do not know the location of the 2023 Royal Rumble just yet. Usually, sometimes they'll announce the Rumble location at the Rumble for the next year, but usually they don't. I don't think we actually got the location for this year's Rumble until like halfway through last year. So we'll see. But again, Braun Breaker, the current NXT champion, and Gunther are reported to be at the Royal Rumble this weekend. Whether they get used or not is to be seen. Again, my opinion is why bring them in unless they're going to actually get used. But speaking of needing extra people and COVID throwing a wrench in plans, well, that happened to Impact Wrestling this week. Impact Wrestling over the last couple of days did some television tapings. And apparently, they were hit hard by COVID-19. According to a new report from Mike Johnson of PW Insider, a number of talent and staff missed the tapings due to, due to medical protocols for COVID-19. Whether it was testing positive or COVID-19, for COVID-19 or just close contact is not known. And we don't really have a list of names as far as who missed the shows, but I did want to bring this up that they filmed two weeks of impact, maybe four, they did, I think they did two shows each day. Excuse me. I think they did two shows each day. And from what it sounds like is, if you were there, you may not have been able to notice who was missing, but there were a number of people missing due to the COVID protocol. Also, COVID protocol messed up last week's Rampage, where Rocky Romero tested positive. They had to pull the Rapunky Vice versus Young Bucks match, and then we got a pretty good match between Trent and Nick Jackson. But unfortunately, as we keep on talking about COVID and COVID-19 protocols and all that, COVID is really taking a toll once again on New Japan Pro Wrestling as they've had to basically cancel their remaining shows in the month of January as New Japan and have the following message. With a number of wrestlers presenting evaluated temperatures or being in close contact with same and in accordance with event protocols, New Japan Pro Wrestling has arrived at the difficult decision to cancel or postpone remaining live events on the schedule for January. We deeply apologize to fans for the inconvenience, disappointment, and concern caused by this decision and appreciate your understanding. And New Japan did cancel three shows that were scheduled for Tuesday, January 25th at the Tokyo Crown Arena in Fukushima, Saturday, January 29th at Tokyo's Corican Hall and Sunday, excuse me, Sunday, January 30th at Kamatsu, I'm going to butcher this one, Kamatsu Boisai Arena in Airbaki. Now, they postponed them. They rescheduled the fourth show that was set for January 28th already, like previously. But they haven't said if these shows are going to be, or when these shows are going to be rescheduled. I think the one that was supposed to take place on Thursday has been pushed back to like April 18th in the Nagoya Kronger Center event hall in Aichi. So it's unfortunate that COVID protocols once again hindered New Japan. We had talked last week how New Japan had to pull a bunch of guys from a show because that 
you know, close contact and COVID and all that. And now they just said, no, too many people to just replace. So we're going to pull everybody. We're going to pull all the shows and we'll come back when it's safe. So nothing has been said as far as February events do go, whether those will be affected or not. But hopefully everything gets better for New Japan Pro Wrestling and we can get some really good shows going forward because this is the 50th year anniversary and it's already being hindered and, and messed up by COVID-19. It started off as a, as a banger with Wrestle Kingdom. All three nights of Wrestle Kingdom were very good, but then you come out of Wrestle Kingdom and it's just like one hit after another. COVID, this person's out. Six people out here. A couple people out here. Nope, never mind. We're just canceling the rest of the month. The, the, the week we have remaining for January 2022. So if we do hear anything else on COVID-19 affecting New Japan and what they do going forward about that, we'll have it for you right here. But speaking of week-long events, WWE actually sent out word today on a couple events taking place WrestleMania week, as WrestleMania will be in Dallas, Texas, on both January or April 2nd and April 3rd. But the week leading up to WrestleMania, looks like we're going to get a traditional WrestleMania week from WWE as they stated the following. <clears throat> the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history is now the most stupendous week in WrestleMania history. As first reported by the Dallas Morning News, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, and unprecedented Superstore Access, WWE Hall of Fame induction and NXT Stand and Deliver will all, emphasis on all, take place in the Dallas area in the lead up to the most, in the lead up to the grandest stage of them all. The Showcase of the Immortals is set for April 2nd and 3rd at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, with details for other week's events to be released at a later date. Be sure to keep an eye on WWE social media and tune into Raw and SmackDown to learn more about future dates, locations, and tickets in the coming weeks. And don't forget to get your tickets for WrestleMania 38. So we have learned that we're going to get the first ever NXT 2.0 event on the road. The first NXT event on the road outside of Orlando since the pandemic, since... Uh, hold on, I want to look something up really fast. I want to say this would be the first. No. Let's see. Um, This would be. Trying to figure out. Okay, I see. I'm, I'm looking wrong here. All right. I'm trying to figure out when the last NXT event at all outside of Orlando was. I think it is. Oh, that's. <clears throat> Here we go, here we go, here we go. No, yes. So... No, this is not correct. That was still... Here we go. NXT TakeOver Portland in February 2020 was the last NXT event not to take place in Orlando, not to take place in either Full Sail University or the, the Performance Center, or the Capital Wrestling Center, whatever you want to call it, whatever they want to call it. But yeah, February 2020 was the last time NXT ran anything not in Orlando. That'll be interesting. 
and they're going to take NXT 2.0 on the road. And this is going to be a very, very big test for NXT 2.0 because they got to sell tickets to a show. They got to get people interested in these new names in the Braun Breakers, the Grayson Wallers, the Cora Jades, the Mandy Roses, you know. They got to get people interested in them enough to sell out a building. And we don't know <clears throat> where they're going to run. I would assume Ron SmackDown or the American Airlines Arena or Center. I always mix that up because there's the American Airlines Arena and the American Airlines Center. One's in Dallas, one's in Orlando. Hold on. Um, arena. It's American Airlines Center. Back in the day when we would get NXT events in correlation with main roster pay-per-views and like a WrestleMania weekend or a SummerSlam weekend. They're in the same building as NXT and Smack or Raw and SmackDown. I don't know if NXT 2.0 would sell enough tickets to say they go American Airlines Center or SmackDown. They go to the, the AT&T Stadium for Friday or Saturday, Sunday for Mania, and then they're back, you know, Monday in the American Airlines Center. Well, maybe that Thursday we get stand and deliver in the American Airlines Centers. Well, I don't think that's possible. I don't think, because back in the day, NXT, you know, you put them in the same building as Raw and SmackDown, they're going to do 14,000. They're going to do 10 to 14,000 tickets. I just don't see NXT 2.0 selling 10 to 14,000 tickets. I mean, now this doesn't say it here what I'm looking at as far as capacity does go some of these older NXT shows. I'm just looking on the Wikipedia. But I just I don't know. I don't know if they can actually sell enough tickets to just run it in the same building as SmackDown. Say they run it the night before in the same building for SmackDown. I don't see that happening. I see I, I think they'd have to go to a smaller building. I really do for NXT. And maybe that's a good thing because you can have like a more intimate vibe, make it feel like what you do inside the performance center, but just on a little bigger scale. Maybe try to do five to six thousand. But again, I don't think they can do over ten thousand for NXT 2.0. And I'll, I could be wrong on that one, but with the way that the interest for NXT 2.0 is dipped, I just I don't see it at all. I really, 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 really don't see it at all. As we go forward, speaking of the week of WrestleMania, we got to figure out how to get to WrestleMania. And the road to WrestleMania starts this weekend. We already talked about a little bit with the Royal Rumble as far as Royal Rumble surprises, but less than a week out, I want to talk about the betting odds for the Royal Rumble coming up this Saturday. We do have one, two, three, four, five, six matches. Officially announced for the Royal Rumble. We got the Men's Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, three title matches and a mixed tag team match. So I'm going to run through the <clears throat> betting odds right quickly. As far as we are five days out, see, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we're five days away from the Royal Rumble. And let's run down some of these betting odds and see who could be possibly winning the Royal Rumble. As far as my predictions do go, I believe we're going to be doing those Wednesday on the Jesse and Timmy show. Jess and I will be doing our Royal Rumble predictions. 
So as far as the mixed tag team match does go, as of right now, Edge and Beth Phoenix are favored on a minus 500 to defeat The Miz and Maurice at a plus 300. With the Raw Women's Championship on the line, Becky Lynch is favored at a minus 1,200 to win and retain over Dewdrop at a plus 750. With the WWE Championship on the line, Brock Lesnar is currently favored at a minus 230 to win and retain over Bobby Lashley at a plus 160. With the WWE Universal Championship on the line, Roman Reigns is currently favored at a minus 240 to win and retain over Seth Rollins at a plus 165. As far as the Rumble matches do go, of the Women's Royal Rumble, as of right now, the betting odds do have as your top five favorites at number five is Sasha Banks at a plus 1,200, which is impossible. Sasha will not be at the Royal Rumble because she's hurt. So, the betting odds are already kind of puppycock. At a plus 800, number four is Rhea Ripley. Well, actually... Number five is tied. Raquel Gonzalez and Sasha Banks, both at a plus 1,200. And Charlotte Flair at a plus 1,200 as well. So take Sasha out of that. Raquel Charlotte is your number five favorite at a plus 1,200. And we don't know if Raquel Gonzalez is going to be in the match, though. But there's a very good chance she is. Especially in Texas. She's from Texas. Anyways, number four favorite is Rhea Ripley at a plus 800. The number three favorite is Alexa Bliss at a plus 600. Number two favorite is Bailey at a plus 550. At one point, multiple betting odds sites did have Bailey as their favorite. And we don't know if Bailey's going to be in. Some reports are saying she won't be back till February. But then, as of right now, the favorite to win the Women's Royal Rumble is Bianca Belair at a plus 300. Or as the Men's Royal Rumble does go, this one's a little interesting because they're also have a couple names in here that may not be in the Rumble. Number five favorite right now is AJ Styles at a plus 1,000. And they also list Drew McIntyre at a plus 900, but Drew, not, as far as we know, not in the Rumble. Dealing with a neck injury, out for an undisclosed amount of time. And as of right now, it looks unlikely that Drew would be in the Rumble, but they haven't said for sure, and he's not been officially ruled out. Then Roman Reigns at a plus 800 is the technical number three favorite. Brock Lesnar is the number two favorite at a plus 350. And Big E is the current favorite at a plus 300. Now here's the thing we need to talk about with Roman and Brock. The reason people think that Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are likely to win the Rumble is because in the off chance that one of them loses their title, whether that is Seth beating Roman or Brock, be, uh, Bobby beating Brock, then many people do believe that either Roman or Brock could enter the Rumble, win the Rumble, and that's how we get to Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Say Brock Lesnar defeats Bobby Lashley, but Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns goes in, wins the Rumble, and challenges Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, or vice versa. So that's why all betting odds websites right now do have both Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, not just factored into their betting odds for the men's Rumble match, but very high up there as possible winners of the men's Rumble match. But again, these odds, I would assume and very likely say will change throughout the remainder of this week, especially when more names do get announced. And if we maybe start hearing of more, what's the word I'm looking for? More, um, 
surprises possibly being spoiled. But yeah, if we do, you know, see any changes in these betting odds, we will talk about them. And we should be, I believe, doing our predictions Wednesday morning for the Royal Rumble event, which is going to be a fun event. Royal Rumble is always one of my favorite pay-per-views or premium live events every year. So this should be a fun one. But with that, all the news we got. One last little thing to wrap it up, though, is Monday Night Raw tonight. We do know of three things so far announced for tonight's Monday Night Raw. We've got a weigh-in between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar ahead of their WWE title match. The Miz says he will be throwing the biggest and most must-see birthday bash for his wife, Maurice. And we're getting the Alpha Academy IQ test. I think it's what they call it, the IQ test with the Alpha Academy and RK-Bro. That is the only stuff we do know for tonight's Monday Night Raw. And I assume more stuff gets announced, but it's WWE. So sometimes they say, screw it. We've already announced a couple things. That's all we need to tell you about. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Do have a couple of super chats I want to get to here from Thomas Franco. One says, Bad Bunny is rumored to be in the Rumble. No, he is not. I don't know where you saw that, but if you saw that, that's fake news. And this person is most likely Undertaker will be headliner for the Hall of Fame. That's what I've been saying. That seems very, very, very likely, especially in Texas. And so why not put Undertaker in the Hall of Fame in the state of Texas? Because We don't know when the next time they're going to be back in Texas for, the, for WrestleMania and the Hall of Fame induction. So do it this year. Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame makes a lot of sense. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see that announcement as early as this or next week on Raw. Because sometimes they do. I think it was when DDP went into the Hall of Fame, they announced him like the week or so before the Rumble and then didn't announce anybody else for like four or five weeks. They just announced him really early. And I can see them doing that with Undertaker as well. If Undertaker is going to go into the Hall of Fame, I assume... That's already been planned out, and everyone knows what's going to happen there. But the big question would be, who inducts him? Kane? I mean, that's that's the obvious choice, right? Kane does the induction for The Undertaker. I mean, if Paul Bearer was alive, I'd say Paul Bearer, but he's not, unfortunately. So I would say if Undertaker's going into the Hall of Fame, yeah, let Kane do the induction speech. But with that, guys, again, I want to say thank you for joining me here. For the wrestling wrap-up. If you are watching live, then, well, hopefully you're back here tonight as we recap a Monday Night Raw. If you're not watching live, I do want to say thank you for watching on YouTube. Or, if you're listening, you can also listen on podcast platforms all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music, Anchor.fm, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Because remember, you don't have to just watch our podcast. It's say you're driving and can't watch it on YouTube because you didn't catch it live, well, you can catch it on all different audio podcast platforms as well. And if there's an audio podcast platform that you use that we're not on, let me know, and I'll get us on there. Do it, that, guys. Have a great rest of your Monday. I'll see you next time.